Cheers. Breaking news, everybody. We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcasting content to bring you a special live news update. Hannah? Rumors about <laughs> Jon Snow sequels for Game of Thrones. From the Hollywood Reporter. Game of Thrones, Jon Snow sequel series in development at HBO. Parenthetical. Exclusive. Oh, What a hot get report that, cred. that we got. I know, right? <laughs> This article dropped, okay, so today is Friday. You're listening to this on a Friday or a weekend. Or in 2025. Exactly. Great to see you from the future. This news dropped last night. It was like 10.30 p.m. when it came out on a weeknight. I saw it, you know, a couple hours later. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what a thing to just like drop in the middle of the night on a weeknight when everyone's asleep. I was asleep. The first news of it that I saw was on our Twitter feed. There was just a picture of Jon Snow tweeted that I guess right. Hannah tweeted, and he was like playing with his hair and his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who did this? Did I did I pocket tweet a sexy picture of Kit Harrington? Right. No. Just me. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah, what is there There's, to say? I didn't know what to say, and so I panic tweeted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we got this news. Can I read a couple of... This article is really short, so... Do your best. I'm reading his heart sometimes. Read do a your, couple. Do your best. It says, the network has entered into early development on its first sequel to its blockbuster fantasy drama, a live-action spinoff series centered around the fan-favorite character Jon Snow, The Hollywood Reporter has learned. Kit Harrington is attached to reprise the role should the series move forward, etc. Then he talks about what he's been doing, talks about season eight, and that's pretty much it. So basically, the news is that <laughs> there are rumors that they're moving forward with a Jon Snow sequel. My seen, favorite. Sorry, oh, go on. My absolute favorite part of the article was the very last line, which I looked into the photos of my phone. I realized I'd screenshotted it every time. That yeah, I read you were going to post something on Instagram before we recorded it. Mm-hmm. You were like, I already screenshotted right. that last night. <laughs> Past me, looked out for future me. HBO and Harrington's representatives had no comment. <laughs> what did you say, What did you say on the Instagram story? Oh, I said, but I know you guys do, or something like that. Oh, I thought you meant that they do, like that you know that Kit oh, and those guys do. I meant, I meant us. Both, both are funny. Both are funny. What so. a, a fun day it must be right now for Kit Harrington. Can you imagine being him? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking exactly. about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like him, everybody at HBO, George R. R. Martin, everyone like wakes up today, they're like, what right. are you guys doing? Right, of course. <laughs> how how do you think George R. R. Martin might feel about this? I don't know. We're going to make a whole episode to talk about it. So. Yeah. We haven't talked about this. Uh, we haven't said a word to each other, by the way. I know. I'm really this. excited. I still don't know. We're still putting it off. We're still teasing. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. teasing that out right now. But how do you think George might feel about this? Well, do you think he's involved? Do you think this is something that might be being done on the back of owning some kind of rights to the IP and extending it? Do you think that it's complete bullshit and that James Hibbard, who's now writing for THR and not People is looking for a parenthetical exclusive. Do you think that there's anything that, do you think there's anything to this at all? And if there is, do you think that our guy is attached? Well, it's hard to say because there, and some of them are listed on this article. There's so many spinoffs that are in development or that Mm -hmm. are in conversation. right now. Yeah, there's a lot happening. And so I think that it's one of those things where this is a wild one to talk about mm-hmm. because it's a wild idea. It is a wild idea. And so I think that that's going to get a lot of traction. I don't 
know how re- how real it is, and I'm not going to believe anything. No, none of us are until we get some sort of concrete news or confirmation from anybody involved. This is just some guy at some news site who said, I have a hot take. Some guy you at know? WHF right. at some news site. So there's lots swirling around. I would hope that anything that does come to actual production or anything that actually comes to light is something that George himself is heavily involved in. It's his story. It's his world. We want, like, we want him, you know? So I'm less interested in some spinoff made by some random person who was like Jon Snow's uh, big name and everybody is excited about him. So let's do a show about him. I don't think any of us necessarily want that. So I would hope that if this comes to fruition, it's something that George is involved in. Same. Me too. Yeah. If it was something that would somehow tarnish the sanctity of the polish and the message that we're getting with winds and dream of spring, then it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because we've seen it happen. I mean, that's basically what the Potter films were in essence right. with themselves. And uh, that's what most people take away from enjoying it. And there's like the Wheel of Time was like that for a lot of people. Um, I personally really liked The Witcher, but it was confusing and did drag in certain parts. But that, that property's strange because it it's also really popular in the video game right. lore execution and in the literary execution of it so it had a lot more wiggle room and it was a lot there was a lot more to be for to forgive and a lot more to uh to get from it because it was already it started out like interesting and multifaceted or or rather like multi uh expressed to Mm -hmm. a lot of people and there's a bunch of other stuff right lord of the rings i think i think everyone pretty much agrees that peter jackson's first trilogy was a really excellent adaptation of the books and also a did a, took a lot of liberties and summing things up in a way that would make a lot of people, if the internet was around then in the way that it is now, be really loud about certain things. And so we might remember it differently. But I think that served us well because we didn't really know what people that were pissed off or that wanted you to know how pissed off they were, were saying. Right. And so everything now is going to potentially suffer from that. Um, but th- in some ways, that pressure can be a good benefit. And so maybe like what we're seeing with uh, the way that they're handling the Star Wars extended universe, maybe people that do handle stuff like this or Hot D, for example, like things that like something that and something that we know is getting made, maybe that pressure will help them try to do a better job, you would hope. But I, again, I don't really know the scope of every single hand that is touching the, the, the product itself. So it's like with all the stuff, we just have to see it when it actually gets made. Totally. But I don't think we have a lot of good examples. You know, you're listing off all these examples. We don't have any good examples of it being done well with characters that we really like. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Or, or from a book that is truly, or from a series rather, that is truly exceptional in the way that it's expressed. This being A Song of Ice and Fire being expressed literarily as a high fantasy book, but also as something that can be adapted to be so visceral and approachable from modern-minded and also even casual folks that aren't that interested in high fantasy. It executes on that level through the literature itself, right. which is really special. So I think a lot of fans, especially people that we're seeing on Twitter today, some folks tweeting at us, etc., feeling like this is so precious that it, exactly. it's like you guys can fuck with Star Wars, right. okay? Because it started out as a film series and it borrowed some really big uh, movements from a very typical like set of human storytelling uh, disciplines 
and uh, also was wiggly throughout its execution of it. Like they weren't that that weren't that dedicated to being like a what's the word like holy mm-hmm. with with, yeah, with sacred, being yeah. <laughs> with but yeah with being sacred to their original ideas. And so it's less I don't know it's less scary that it gets messed with. And I think people can be more. Um, open to it, mm-hmm. having more expression done by other artists and other hands touching it. Obviously, George Lucas sold it for five billy. So, I mean, <laughs> he's it, cool with it. it. <laughs> yeah, it was going to happen either way. Right. But with this, it's like a song of ice and fire is so good that it's scary that they're, the the idea that something that might exist outside of the series, aka, or also that isn't written yet, still. Uh, something that might exist outside of the series that was never really intended to be a part of the beautiful expression of its art form itself, I think scares a lot of people. Well, especially think about Jon Snow's ending in, in season eight. Right, for but what it was it's just worth. the TV show though, I know, at the it's same just time. A t- but still, like, I think that, so we look at something like House of the Dragon, which is exciting because it's not messing with, like you're saying, the sanctity of A Song of Ice and Fire. This is building on this really vivid and broad and lush world that mm-hmm. we have an opportunity to play in mm-hmm. and it draws on all these different like peoples and things and ideas that we never got to explore in A Song of Ice Fire itself. That justifies where we currently are and saw in the series. Exactly. That still yeah builds on everything. And so there's some other prequels that they mentioned or sequels or spinoffs that are mentioned in the article. Um, it says, in various stages of development, there's the 10,000 ships, a.k.a. Nymeria, mm-hmm. the Nine Voyages, a.k.a. the Sea Snake, Duncan Egg. There's the Golden Empire um, animated project, with um, which is set in Yeeti. Ye- mm-hmm. Those are all things that are, in my mind, make way much more sense and are way more exciting as a fan because, like you're saying, it doesn't mess with the main storyline. And I feel like companies and like big corporate people. Multinational corporations. (laughs) Conglomerates. Big pockets. Whatever. Those people want to build off of, like we were kind of saying, uh, they want the money and Jon Snow and Game of Thrones. What's bigger than that? But I think that there's Hmm. so many cool opportunities that are already in development or House of the Dragon that are already literally happening that can build off of this space that we like without messing with that main storyline. It's like Cursed Child. Yeah. You know, that sure. like went back to kind of mess with the same storyline. Or yeah. even the Fantastic Beast movies that were, in my opinion, pretty good until they start, you know, messing with like Dumbledore's storyline. You're like, what why do you mm-hmm. have to do that? You know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about something like this. I'm with you. I also think that there is a potential benefit from having such big balls to uh, to to mess with something like that, and that something really exciting could lead to an explosive conclusion instead of just exploring ET or just doing more Sea Snake. I just don't have faith that anybody can do that. Yeah, well, I don't. That's why I said I hope that George is attached to it. If so, well, he if he's attached, like if we're going back to Jon Snow, then it's got to be George himself. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah, I it mean, can't be him as a consultant on the project. I would take that at this point. He's not <laughs> the only good writer left in the world, but he's sure? really good yeah. at, at doing high fantasy specifically. And we've heard him talk about his his uh, feelings about 
the setting itself not being tied down to specifically being about catastrophic, apocalyptic, world-ending events. And I think that this is a good opportunity for something like that to be expressed in it, especially since we're coasting off the end of the White Walkers. There's so much left to be explored. If we were going to explore it, no, there's no need to do it. But the only reason not to is because we're being sacred. If it's available to us and cool, badass people want to do it, then I think I'm not mad about it. But if it's going to be handled by people that don't respect it or aren't good enough at doing stuff to be in that position to do it, I know it's a bit like exclusive of me to say, I hope that it doesn't happen. But if it's going to be done poorly, then it would be a shame to give everyone that and to tell everyone that that's how A Song of Ice and Fire is or that's what Game of Thrones is, that it's something that's not actually that good. Because that's not true. That's not what it is. It's actually good. Right. And if you let good people work on it that care about it, I think it will be good. We just, you know, have been burned. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. And if we want to go beyond the wall, then go without John. you know? Mm. Why does it have to be him? I love Kit Harrington as Jon Snow, and I think that it would it would make people— I think people are going to really like House of the Dragon. I think Fire and Blood has been great, and I think that especially whenever we get into the chapters that are actually around the, the period that's going to be adapted, we're going to feel that way even more because at that point in Fire and Blood, it really starts to feel like you're settled into a spot. Right. We still yes. don't even feel that way with Jaharis and Alisson because we're only 50-something years now, 54 years into the the results of the conquest, and we still haven't had that real comfortable stretch that they get to build together that a king like Viserys will come off of. Mm-hmm. And then... <sighs> Obviously, nothing is as comfortable or as potentially uh, chaotic as the period of Game of Thrones, which is why I think that it was so fun for George to write the series in that time period where another Targaryen could come back in such a magical way with the eggs and the tent and the fire, and it feel like it's something from uh, a far off and distant, unexplainable, magical, high fantasy story. But when you compare it to the the timeline history of Daenerys's actually family, actual family, you're like, that's how Targaryens do it. And totally. for John to also end up a Targaryen, we were talking recently about how we just finished rewatching the series, and man, when you when you when you see that context of not just who might potentially sit the Iron Throne, but just the fact that. And I think people are going to feel it even more after they watch House of the Dragon because you're going to see the importance of that family's uh, structure and setting up the actual governance of Westeros at that time. The the importance of John being one of those leftover people like Danny uh, makes everything even more rich. And I can't wait for it to be actually written, like written, written in the way that we count on it expressing things that respect the scale of the enormity of the situation that George has written into the books. And I think that because of that, alone seeing more of Aegon Targaryen, a.k.a. Jon Snow, in a series being acted so well by Kit, Kit Harington, someone who obviously respects this, the, the job of being Jon Snow. I don't know, unless unless they got the same people working on the new uh, Star Wars series, I think we're, we're, pretty, we're in pretty good hands to like make something cool. It just really comes down to, you were saying make money. Make money. Streaming services making money by attracting people to subscribe to them for some reason for sure a new Jon Snow series would work really well and for sure a new Game of Thrones series at all would work really well but at the scale of the companies that they're actually at I think that they're making money and putting so many coals in the fire all the time that they're just trying to make more money like they're trying to they're trying to make an exponent so their board can be shown that 
there's growth year over year over year. I don't think that it takes Jon Snow to get growth. I think that it would definitely make some explosive moves if it did happen. But I don't think that they need to do it to make money. So there's this weird hope in my head that there's a fun and specific idea, if it really is happening, that maybe needs to be expressed or mm-hmm. that they they think could be expressed. And I, I can't think of anything right now that would need to be expressed further than the clean way that they buttoned up John's story. But I'm not mad about the idea of potentially getting more because of the the level of the performances and because I love these characters so much. Sure. You know? Well, I was thinking you? as you were saying, imagine, we don't know how John's story ends in A Song of Ice and Fire either. So right. maybe, you know, if George is involved, the idea is I still have more of his story to tell or there's still more of his story to tell that we're going to see in, in at the end of A Song of Ice and Fire. But I just, I do hmm. not share any of the excitement that you have or any of like the faith in it i don't really have faith either i'm just leaving the option open for something good to happen instead of just being negative in general i'm just gonna be a hater it's not that you don't want this to happen no i just think no shit i just think it's a waste of i just feel like i have never seen or experienced a franchise moving in a direction like this and it working out well what about hot d that's a whole different thing in my mind. That's not Jon Snow. That's different True, characters. But it's still the same idea. You it's know, not more the Game sa- of Thrones. Yeah, but it's not the same idea at all. It's more Game of Thrones in like an interesting and new way. Yeah, it's, it's more like Game they of actually Thrones. did the Marauders, it's basically. creating out the universe and adding to the MCU of A Song of Ice and Fire <laughs> without having to go back to the storyline that made it great. Okay. Because it... It continues, to me, the thing that we love about A Song of Ice and Fire is Westeros, is the world. That's a huge character that we have a lot of chance to explore. I don't need to watch to see Jon Snow again. (laughs) And Foreman making the same jokes. I mean, I I love (laughs) those guys. Yeah, totally. I love those guys. But (laughs) season seven, season eight, come on, you know, eye roll. Yeah. The thought of any sequel ever doing well is a little bit of an eye roll to me. So yeah. I want these other spinoffs that explore the world yeah. larger. Yeah. I want um, to continue on this House of the Dragon thing that is shaping up to be awesome. I want the text itself. Yeah. I want the next Fire and Blood. But, I, you know, we don't we don't need this. It's, I want the theme park, too. I want the theme park. Oh. People are just trying to make money is how I see it, and it's annoying to me. Because I think there's yeah. so many other cool ideas and things out there. If this comes out, will mm-hmm. I watch it? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Imagine people like, okay, this comes out and like the trailer drops and I'm like, this is the best show of all time. And it's like three years ago, there's this recording of like, this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard in my life. I'm seeing but, the, the best potential from it, but I agree with everything that you're saying. I'm And I'm just saying I'm seeing it. It's just, you're an optimist. W- it's one of the things that I'm seeing. I'm not saying it's the only way that I see. I can see this being terrible. I can see this being handled completely without George's consent or even with it, just not well. We already know how well they pay attention to the details now or have paid attention to the details. And by they, I mean people that aren't the ones creating the story and how inconsistent that can be and has been and how much that hurts the story and how the story is made better by really giving respect and credit to where it comes from and why it comes from where it came from. And, and we've still survived and it's been successful 
uh, despite of all that, translation issues between HBO and other creatives working on the show, mm-hmm. business people and artists. We've seen it survive despite that. We've also seen it decline in some way when there was more and more business people involved, for sure. I don't know. I, I just I have a lot of faith in HBO just because they were doing so well when I was growing up, and I've lost a lot of faith just seeing it turn into a much more... Uh, I don't know, like a, like a more shallow version of what it was doing before, but it's also less exclusive. Before, it was kind of douchey, the way that they handled themselves. Well, they it was really, one of the only, you know, now there's 10 million options. Sure. For, yeah. Now, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that that's actually a good thing, but it would be even better if all those options were done with the same respect and uh, seriousness and just level of ability as HBO did things before. I don't think that that's impossible. I think that it is very possible. I think it just requires work and love and attention to detail. And um, I think that that's totally possible. And I think that George, uh, that that John, uh, that Kit is a really good Jon Snow. Totally. And I think that he would probably love to come back. And I would love to see the explosion from pop culture if it was actually good. I can, I'm not going to sit here and come up with a bunch of different ways that the story could go. But we we know that he's with the free folk. And we have so many characters to draw from, and there's so much left to do in Westeros. If we decided to go back there, we could see more of Sansa ruling the North. Well, that's what I was going to say. So you have this Jon Snow storyline. You can't just leave everybody else out of it. You Why know? would you? And that's the thing. But that's the problem. <laughs> I don't, yeah, right? But it could be a problem, or it could be badass as hell. Or it could be badass as hell. I just, like, I can't fathom a... I'm just... Someone awesome has to make it. That's all it is, I I think. I just can't fathom that, but it's like, oh, man, I gotta go, like, down to see my sister. I wonder what Bran's doing on the Iron Throne. Well, Drogon took Danny's body east, and we're looking for Drogon, the last we heard. Mm -hmm. Arya's heading west, and we don't know where she's going, but she's taking a giant Stark sail with her. (laughs) I I would really wish I got that Arya story, first off. I really wish that we did, but we still might. Well, so even an Arya story is more interesting to me because she's so far removed from... She's going out. Yeah, she is. John's gonna be very... I mean, okay, he's... He's going out. I was going to say, that everything I was about to say is not true. Because... I think you're right. I'm thinking about him, like, at the wall. But he's going to be much farther north. Or at the wall sometimes. But still, he just seems like the proximity just seems like a little too close to home. And so I don't want to have to go through what we went through in season seven and eight, which is, you know... What about... Go on. Sorry. The watered-down version of, sure. like, something cool. And so now it's just some cool action Well, scenes. we might work with people that aren't trying to get it over with quickly to move on to Star Wars for the next part, is all I'm saying. And uh, I don't but know. But who is doing a project that is cool right now in anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> who is doing something good with Star Wars? Who is doing something good with Harry Potter? Who is doing something good with you know, Stranger Things. Like, who is doing something cool and interesting with any other franchise right now? With Marvel? You know what I mean? I think Hot D's going to be good. Well, I agree. So, that was another point I was going to make. I, I think, think Lord that, of the Rings might be good, too. That's another thing. I, I was like, I'm not going to say Lord of the Rings, because there's, I think, the jury and is And I did still like out. those first two episodes of Dark Winds. I did. I Me think, too, but that's, I that's think that, not part of a universe of something else. Well, they pulled from really good books, and I think that they hired people to work on it. That, on a cool standalone thing. In a really cool environment. Yeah. But, but they hired people, I think, that were hungry to make something really neat, and that's why it's so specific, and it doesn't smell like a cash, uh, like a, just a cash grab. So let's let's 
find another cool story, you know, than like recycle Jon Snow. No, you're right. I agree but, with um, that for sure. But I, I also like fun. Me too. And like I fun think fun is fun for me. House of the Dragon, the success of House of the Dragon that I feel so confident in, I think is going to spur a lot of these kind of in development conversations. It's going to green light them and make things move fast just because I think that they'll see this worked really well. I'm assuming it's good, you know, and let's let's keep trying. Yeah. And so I think that it's interesting to me that I think we're going to hear a lot more things like this as House of the Dragon increases in popularity. Just I think because, you're right. I think Hot, Hot D is going to be popular because not only because of GOT, but because of the same reasons why GOT was good. And maybe even more so because there's so many Targaryens, which is just the way that George has narrowed in the things from our interpersonal relationships that are interesting, like and salacious mm-hmm. uh, and true and balanced mathematically and artistically to explore. There isn't, there just isn't a lot of that in the stuff that I right. watch. It's one of the reasons why Gossip Girl is so good. Right, right. Because there's all these characters and their lives are intertwined in a certain way and stuff happens based on what would happen, not what you wish would happen. Mm-hmm. Like not some fanfic, but mm-hmm. some like really carefully crafted stuff. And it all sounds kind of mean to say that bad stuff isn't worth uh, enjoying, but it's just less good, okay? Bad stuff is less good. It's just less good to enjoy. Well-written stuff that's interesting is fun. And uh, I think that the hot, I think the hot D people are going to really like. like what a, we've talked about it before, but what an interesting, patient way to get back into the universe. Exactly. And a lot of people never wanted to get back exactly. into it, but what a cool way to get back into it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's such a that's exactly what I'm saying. There's so many patient and interesting and cool ways to play in this space that we love so much. So let's have the patience to do something really cool like yeah. we're doing with House of the Dragon. But we're talking about someone that's not on Twitter causing trouble and trying to get popular or trying to make people mad and trying to be a troll or trying to save the world. We're talking about someone who comes from the fan communities that we love and that loves fantasy and storytelling in general and might just have might just have it in them uh, and might just like have command enough respect to be able to pick the right people to do the right stuff. It might just be able to happen, is all I'm saying. As you pull up the THR article on Roller Eyes. <laughs> I just wanted to look at the pick. I just don't, I, like I said, I don't want to be a hater, but I just, I don't, I have no faith that anybody could do something fun and cool with something <laughs> so deeply tied to the main story. I get that. Let's wait until A Dream of Spring is out, you know, down the road, and then then let's start doing sequels and spinoffs like let's finish that story why do you think we should wait for the books to be done before we do that because that gives us we already spoiled the end of the books it's not about spoiling necessarily it's about giving us the space to just we're gonna have the opportunity to continue to explore that narrative Mm -hmm. so let's just give it breathing room and space and let's go off somewhere new and different and like i was saying here's all the other sequel prequel whatever's talks in conversation so let's leave the main story alone while we still have the opportunity to explore it i don't i just we don't need filler you know i agree i'm a hater and i i don't think we need filler either but i like fun so if it's made good i say more of it you know how we like to go to cons yeah remember how we said wouldn't it be cool if we could do one of these a month yeah it would suck if they sucked but if there was an awesome one every month, it would be dope. But that's what I'm saying. Name one awesome thing. I can name some awesome things. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? 
There's some awesome things out there. Like we liked the third Fantastic Beast movie. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Number two was atrocious. I haven't been able to stay awake during it, and I've tried yeah, multiple times. two or three times. I liked the first one pretty good. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so I can't necessarily count on that. Um, I think that there was probably... I'm not also not a big Marvel fan, so I can't like necessarily speak to those things. But I just see the hashtag discourse online. And I people like to be annoyed, and so that's not necessarily the right place to draw information from. But Think about how good Parasite was. But it was a standalone thing. Yeah, but I'm saying it's still It was possible. a cool idea based off of someone's, like, baby that they came up with. And we had to leave the U.S. to get it made. Yeah, sure. like, you know, if some—nobody's going to make something cool with Jon Snow other than George writing it. This is Cursed Child again, all over again kind of energy. And well, Cursed Child was They had a lot going against them. They, they did that straight from the U.K. <laughs> Cursed Child was just, like— Dude. Zero out of ten. Yeah, it was god awful. And so, but the play was fun. The play was fun, and that's what you're saying. It was the the setting was fun. The play was fun. It looked cool. No, yeah, you're getting me. The theater was amazing. Yeah, you're getting me. Loved that. You're getting me. You're right. Like you're coming after me. Well, (laughs) but I'm also not standing for it. So please don't tweet at us angrily, (laughs) unless you must. We can take it, but I don't think that they should just do this because you know I don't care. I do care. I watch Obi Wan. And it hurts to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Star Wars. And so that hurts. But I also was so excited when they brought back a new series. And I didn't watch any trailers for The Force Awakens at all. And uh, I think maybe that would have made me like it a little less because I would have known what to expect and then I would have been a little disappointed. But I think that that's a really unfair way to like need to enjoy things, to be totally surprised. Right. I just want to give a disclaimer for how I went into it. And I <laughs> I loved I, The Force Awakens. I loved. Uh-huh. I did not like the other two. But um, I think that was a matter of the job done instead of just the concept of going back into a universe. You know what I'm saying? I agree, I don't yeah. think that automatically doing things that come after things that have made such a good impression can never live up to it. I I think that we can keep being awesome until we're dead. Hmm. I think that it can keep getting better and we don't have to suck and that we can keep kicking ass even though we get older but just become different and we can stay strong as long as we can and if we pay attention it can stay awesome too. That's what I think. And I've thought this about Hot D the whole time. Yeah. And it seems like it's turning it's out true. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really does seem like it's turning out that way. I might shove my foot in my mouth, but uh, I trust what how uh, scrutinous George is about this stuff. And uh, he was really consistent with the way he talked about GOT when it was good and when it wasn't good. And so I'm just holding out hope. I think your optimism is the better route. Eh. <laughs> it's more fun, but... Yeah. This is Some so people early. have a lot of fun talking shit, too. Yeah, you're right. It's so early in development, though. So this is just kind of like a fun thing, you know? Yeah, it also is probably completely fabricated and untrue. HBO had no... And Car- Car- blah, 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 blah. HBO at Kit Harrington had no comment. Hey, James, where, would, where did you get this info okay, from? Okay, yeah, imagine. Okay. Think about, you know, just like random rumors in your normal life. Where Come on the podcast said, and tell us about yeah, it. Someone said so-and-so said so-and-so. It's like someone's girlfriend at dinner was trying to impress her boyfriend's friends. And so she said, can you believe what I saw the other day? That's that's the whole vibe I get from this (laughs) dude. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So, but it's still worth having the whole, it's because it's about Jon Snow. So they accomplished their 
move if the idea was to create press <laughs> because yeah. all of us are well, now on you, Twitter how, tweeting. On. How many articles have you seen written from it that says that says the HBO is moving forward with or that it's in that I, I can't remember exactly how they've put it, but I've seen uh, multiple people say it's going to happen. <laughs> Jon Snow will reply, will, will reprise mm-hmm. his role as Jon Snow. It's like, uh, no, no one confirmed any of that. And plus, we know how wiggly the term in development actually is. David Peterson has done work on other things that were air quotes in development that were written and never gotten made. Totally. So it, it doesn't mean any, that anyone is for sure coming back or for sure that this is even going to happen. Even Game of Thrones, you know, was as it was in development was True. scrapped and back in development you know what i mean so it's so fun to talk about it really is and we need a theme park i know we do need a theme let's park let's get a theme park and let's put it in new mexico and let's make people go to new, no they'll ruin new mexico no it needs to I be like cold right it now. needs to be cold why oh I yeah want, the theme park needs Denver? to be based in although you know the hogsmeade's in orlando yeah it snows at the tokyo it's, one it really does. Listen. And that's cool. We got to go there. I would love to go there. We need a theme park. Uh, we need a Song of Ice and Fire land. We need a theme park. We've talked about it before. I want to talk about it again. We need it. Uh, we're going to have a throne drop into the pit. That's the only note I've ever written about it. <laughs> you just die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where the real throne is, like underneath it, and you just fall on that. Okay. We can get like a Matterhorn type style ride. For? You know, beyond the wall. <laughs> you know, beyond the wall. There's got to be a <laughs> beyond the mountains. wall ride. No, we could do the, the climb with like the stone snake climb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Forget the actual like wall climb I'm talking about. The men of the night's watch making that their, their <laughs> scurling pass climb. That's what we need. Hmm. This is exciting. We can go to all those places again. And there's so many leftover folks and warging and magic and geography that we don't know about. And still the rise and fall of power dynamics that exist and want to continue to exist and it would be cool to know about who's trying to push the envelope past what we've all decided on in Westeros and it'd be cool to know about Arya faceless assassins aren't going anywhere the rest of Westeros still needs to be plotted in some way what is Carcosa (laughs) the list goes on Mm -hmm. of things we want to talk about and be exposed to and if we need a window into it I suggest reading Winds of Winter well, Just of course, <laughs> of course, that's. A, that, I feel like that's an obvious, but I, I, I feel like we can't not talk about anything else. I agree. Just because wind is getting worked on. I agree. You know, can you imagine if YRM decided not to let anyone have any fun till he was done writing? No, for sure. That would be such a bummer. I'm so grateful for the chance that we have to do fun stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. Totally. Like that. That is really fun to me, and. If we need a window into what's coming next, I didn't know we were ever going to get anything next. When I first saw the trailer for this TV show back in 2011, I was floored because HBO was doing Swords and Shields, and I was, I'm like, oh my God, please, a TV show, not just a movie that's gonna, I'm gonna have to wait two years to see, and then that's it, that's it. And if it gets a sequel, I have to wait another year or two years in between the sequels, but a TV series that is of the quality of all the stuff I grew up trying to see as much uh, much of it as I could. And a lot of times I ended up having to watch animated stuff, which was still good because it was in the aesthetic and in the time period, but not as good. And so we're going to get potentially more, you know? 
I already planned the idea of the end of the crossroads comedy. <laughs> Did you or yeah. looked at me like I was a dumb person? <laughs> also looked a little, uh, a little intrigued. Right, the wheels lie. are turning. So I don't know if, but there's all there's. I don't want to say that. Like I said, when I first saw the trailer, I didn't know it was going to grow to this point in the culture or even in my personal love of it. So I don't think there's any point to like squash out potential beauty just because we can't see where it might go. I agree with you, but Jon Snow, then nothing is going to go with Jon Snow. Listen! (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing other than, like, one-liners and him saying stuff like that, you know? There's no character development or growth in this kind of avenue for him. Okay. So the energy, you're saying my energy's good, but uh, I should say hard no to this. No, I think you should keep being excited about it because someone's got to, like, carry the vibe. (laughs) I think the people that might make money off of this are plenty excited about it. They're already planning their uh, exotic vacation. Can you think of any, before we uh, read off some uh, listener feedback, can you think of any uh, potential ways that this could go if it did happen? Like, what they would do in the story? I can see a lot of that John Tormund buddy cop energy uh-huh. and them getting up to mischief in the north I could see us like I got caught in a bear trap exactly Torman's that, like that's not a bear trap wait no anyway there's a joke in there somewhere something yeah, that kind of thing okay. I think we get some more lore and magic and backstory but and just a lot of cool one-liners, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think we can get some unbelievable production value out of this. And I think we can get some really fun new characters that are either from Beyond the Wall or more Men of the Night's Watch. I just... I don't know how like close in proximity we'd be to Westeros. Like we were saying, are we going to see somebody like Sansa again? Or is Tyrion going to go, you know, pee off the wall again? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That just doesn't excite me, unfortunately. Okay. I know. I d- what does excite <laughs> you? Look so you so disappointed. <laughs> um, like I said, House of the Dragon or something set away from the main guys that okay. builds out this really rich world. So those are my thoughts. Like a buddy cop thing is like the first thing that came into my mind. If we go with Jon Snow or him, you know, dealing with Daenerys' death and the guilt that comes from it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that doesn't excite me as much as the other potential spinoffs, sequels, etc. Or I guess none of them are sequels. The Arya sequel has, since the beginning, really intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Like a Definitely. return to Arya traveling is cool. There's no hound to go with her, but that same spirit, the spirit of Sandor being there and and learning more about Westeros through such like a inscrutable point of view would be cool. I think that seeing the future of the Targaryen dynasty after seeing the past of it and then the turning point of it of A Song of Ice and Fire would be really interesting because, again, that's who Jon is and we don't know the time period of when we would visit his life so there may be more Targaryens. True. Because of the fact that he's still alive. I think that that, just the concept of that is kind of interesting. But I, I can't think of any story beats right now. I'd have to sit down and write them down and... Pitch them to HBO and hopefully get hired for this. Right, thing. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to put this good vibe out there because they're going to be like, we have one fan in the crowd. Yeah. That's, but that's the a thing. good. No. That's a good point, though. I keep imagining this as them picking up where we left off with John, but there could be a time gap or something like that. 
But how exciting is any of that? I think that... Just uh, just day-to-day stuff is less exciting to me. But There, can I, one... Listen! <laughs> yeah, go on. We did get a comment on Instagram from Riles the Lion who says, but isn't the wall boring without fighting Wildlings, White Walkers, and all of his friends? Which I think is kind of an interesting... And without Alistair Thorne. Yeah, you being know. Snape. We, uh... What is there to talk about? You know, or what is it? What 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 would be rations? Duh, it's cold. Winter is like setting in really hard. John has no friends anymore because all of them died. I don't know, but I think that there is some mixed excitement and doubt and confusion and over the moonness. So I think it's a mixed bag. Well, we got a couple different things. So then we have the donuts on Instagram who says screaming, crying, throwing up, owned a kit for finally accepting that he belongs in the north. Curtis Moore official on Instagram says, I don't know if this qualifies as an own, but if we don't get John versus Grey Worm, I'm laying siege to HBO. (laughs) Dude, they hated each other at the end. (laughs) But why is Grey Worm going to go to the north? I don't know. Maybe he's... <laughs> but I guess, why are we assuming this is beyond the wall? That's what I've been saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's tough to say. But yeah, Grey Worm, hey, I mean, hated John at the end. He hated John before he killed Daenerys, but he killed Daenerys. Quit zooming in on Jon Snow's face on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Jon Snow, the new theme song, or the theme song for the new show, by the way. It's called Cold Blooded. Uh-huh. By who? Zane Wolf or something, something like that. that. Check it's on, out our Instagram. It's, it's usually on the intro of Dr. Lupo's streams, <laughs> which I leave on for my dog when I leave the house. <laughs> we can't play it for copyright reasons, but it's on our Instagram story. At one point, it was just ice in the veins, fire on my tongue. Mm-hmm. That's Jon Snow, baby. <laughs> cool. I could sing it, right? Yeah, you uh, could. I can't. No, they'll sue me. Okay. <laughs> It'll be too perfect. <laughs> yeah, they're like, that is literally the exact recording. Okay. And so I'm going to pull up Twitter because Twitter's crazy today. We need to make this episode short because we got to get it out today. All right. Let's go right to Travis Cole. I could have done without it. I just hope GRM is as involved as he can be. I was content where things left off considering it was way past the books at this point. My own would go to seeing more of Ghosts and hopefully the husband of Bears, Tormund Giantsbane. Hashtag genders are beautiful. FYI, not hating. I just prefer to focus on other lore throughout Westerosi and Essos universe, though I'm here for the wall and beyond as always. Hashtag crows before hoes. Exactly what we've basically been yeah, saying. Yeah, that is exactly what we're saying. Jamie's girl says this is the spinoff I would be least excited about of all the ideas being thrown around. I just think it's a huge risk to do stuff without canon material to anchor it, hence my excitement about Hot D. So you're excited about Hot D, huh? Hmm. My question is, why did Kid Harrington sign on for this? He hasn't, not that we know of. He's doing theater and Marvel and broadening his casting options. Why go backward now? Well, you have to go backwards to go forwards. It's not like he's old and broke and going back to glory days to make some money. Just career rise? What the hell? LOL. All, all true. <laughs> We've got Michael B. Sorden who says, I'm all for it. Now, how do we get Hot Pie north of the wall to team up with, team up with John? <laughs> Protect our queens. No thanks. What makes him special were the people around him, but Jon Snow alone isn't one of the more intriguing characters. This is me assuming the show about is his life after the events of Aswath. <laughs> Flannel Falcon. My own is to the chance of finally seeing a pack of ice spiders as big as hounds. <laughs> yeah, if they weren't whites, they'd still be there. Uh, they would just have evolved. Right. Yeah. So we might finally get them on HBO. <laughs> LOL. Sorry. Connor Targaryen. Do I think the show is unnecessary? Yes. Am I going to watch it as soon as it airs if it actually happens? Absolutely. Wes at Wild B 1988 
just posted a pic of Littlefinger and it says, I'm a bit confused. (laughs) (laughs) Micah Clark from Planet Toast Podcast says, my own is that they better cast leathers. That's the thing. We could get more of the folks that we want. Imagine satin. Daryl didn't tweet at us, tweeted at the original gift that we posted at Black Madness 317. <laughs> says, I want it, but I don't. I want it, <laughs> a gift. but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that there's, there's mixed feedback, of course. I mean, I think that it's one of those things where there's some of us who just are excited at the idea of being in the world at all and having the opportunity to as you were saying, get more content that we never even knew we could have. That's fun. And then there are some people who feel like we don't want to mess with the sanctity of Jon Snow. And I think a lot of us feel both of those things at once. And so it'll be interesting to see... My phone's dead. Keep going. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see over the next couple of months as House of the Dragon comes out what that reception looks like and what that does for these other projects. Sure. It'll be interesting to see kind of the timing of the release of Winds and... Dream of Spring, what that does for these types of projects. And Fire and Blood, too. With Fire and Blood, too. Exactly. So there's, I think that the most exciting thing, period, overall, is there's there's still a lot left. Yeah. And there's still a lot of ground to cover. And so whatever that ends up being is exciting. But the Jon Snow idea is terrible. Unless it's bad, that's not (laughs) exciting. (laughs) The Jon Snow idea is terrible. So that's it. (sighs) Okay. We are going to be back to our regularly scheduled programming very soon. Let me double check what chapter, the name of the chapter. Chapter 10 of Fire and Blood, Jaehaerys and Alisan. Their triumphs and tragedies. That's our next chapter for Fire and Blood. Tweet at us. Yeah, keep telling us what you uh, what you feel about all this stuff, and we can, we can talk about it a little bit more in our next episode. It's going to be coming out really soon. We just I wanted to get this out quickly. I saw someone, I wish I could remember who it said. Somebody on Twitter last night was like, the next not a blog is going to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, what is uh-huh. this? I had never heard about this. Right. Or he's like, I came up with it uh-huh. and I have this new idea to take over the world. Right. Because if the John Snow, Snow Show, John Snow Show, <laughs> if the John Snow Show is good, it would take over the world. If it was good. If. If it ruled. Imagine if it was like what everyone's been waiting for. Not not the concept itself, but an actual good extended universe thing. I would be thrilled. It's probably not going to happen. It's a big if. So right. Don't get mad at, at me. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just talking. I'm just having fun. I'm just talking. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Game of Owns. You can email us at contactgameofowns.com. Um, there's a new Baja Blast energy drink, if you please, don't know about it yet. Please, if you find it, will you please yeah. tweet us a picture? Or uh, will you give it to us? Yeah, right. Yeah. You can only have so many because uh, they're going to only sell them for a certain like amount in the summer. I will get a P.O. box just to accept your, your Mountain Dew energy drink. To drinks. pay your tithe. Yeah. To- <laughs> well, that too. I'll pay for it too. Mm. I'll Venmo every single one of you. I just need as many of them as I can get to last me the year. Mountain Dew energy coming out with the Baja Blast flavor. Probably has no place in this podcast right now. Sorry about that. I'm going to be on the lookout. Uh, Hopefully, by the time we record our next episode in the next couple of days, we will be drinking one. So, yeah, everybody, stay tuned for that. Um, I think that's it. This was fun. Cool news is fun, even if it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Hello. Hey guys, what's going on? What's the article? <laughs>